It was recently suggested uh, by filmmaker James Fox that there are aliens among us, among the human race somehow. And he heard this from people that uh, he trusts, people in uh, the higher echelons of government, that they're among us. Um, That's very possible. I mean, it would help explain the uh, abduction uh, theory that there's a hybridization program ongoing, and it's been ongoing for decades. Um, So why would they do that? Why would an alien species visiting Earth decide to, um, you know, engage in a hybridization program? Well, that would be to... Uh, so it would it would enable them to plant their own little spies all over the planet to study us, possibly, or there could be other reasons. But let's just we'll just say for the sake of argument that uh, that they in order to study the human race, uh, they need to study it from the inside, not from the outside, and not just by listening to our radio programs or watching our television shows or live sports events. I mean, I'm sure they could do all of those things from a distance, but that's really not going to teach them what it's like to be human and what makes us tick. So they need, they need to understand us from the inside. So what did they do? They, they engage in this hybridization program that takes, you know, quite a while, I would imagine until they get it right. So they have a, basically a cross between themselves and humans that could pass as humans, but really are, uh, you know, alien for them. You know, they're used as 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 spies. Basically, they put them all over the place, and they're among us, and they're studying us. Or for the sake of argument, could be other reasons, but we're just going to say that. And. Uh, well, let's let's consider this. Okay, say in a thousand years, uh, you know, a thousand years from now, the human race is able to travel great distances through space. All this nonsense that we hear today from scientists saying that it's impossible, we find out years from now, a thousand years from now, that it's not impossible and that it's very feasible because that's most likely what's going to happen. Um, so we, we're traveling, we're, we're become, we become space travelers uh, seeking out uh uh, you know, life in, in other gal- in this galaxy, on other planets, and other galaxies, maybe. And we come up ca- across a place where there's some primitive form of intelligent life, but they're completely, they look completely different than us, and they're at some uh, lower stage level of technology, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, uh, you know, 2,000 years uh, behind us. And we want to understand them better, and we we just don't know how to do that. So we figure, well, maybe maybe we could have our own hybridization program, throw in our own spies to figure it out, to mix in with them, because otherwise you're you're going to stand out like a sore thumb, and it's just not going to work. That's what I think is could be happening here. That could explain why uh, they have this hybridization program, is to you know get on the, get get the inside dope on us. Because otherwise, you know, if you know, from all the reports and what people have seen, these things look completely different than us. And and the thing is, is that 
what they when say when they first arrived say in 1947 is when uh you know many of these different uh, species showed up here and started looking at us they they look at us and they're thinking wow what what are they doing we don't understand any of this at all like say uh, our evolution you know was uh, developed on a completely different line when, you know we we went we moved up technologically in a different form format than what they did like the, a lot of the things they just didn't understand like maybe they didn't have cars or or planes maybe from wh- where they came from there was other things that were developed first you know maybe they didn't eat anything like maybe they didn't sit in fr- at a table and and eat dinner with each other they just that was just something how, how you know they ate maybe there was some other f- way that they they've been eating for their existence and so everything they saw here was completely removed from what their own experience. And the only way to figure out uh, what's going on here was to become part of us, was to mingle in somehow. And then, uh, uh, hence, the need for this hybridization program in order to create uh, beings that could live with us, you know, uh, mingle with us uh, and figure us out that way. You know, just for their own scientific purposes, for whatever. Again, sake of for the sake of argument, that's what they're here for, studying. It could be other reasons. <clears throat> because, you know, evolution could, depending on where it's at, it could be completely different than where than uh, what we've experienced, like the way we've advanced uh, technologically over time like they they most likely advanced in a completely different for uh di- different fashion um i mean consider this when betty and barney hill were abducted in the early 60s uh one of the things that the aliens uh were confused about was a zipper like they never saw that before they they didn't they, they were fascinated by that and so apparently uh these aliens during their uh uh, climb through evolution no one no, none of them ever developed a zipper so that was something new to them maybe they went straight to velcro who knows maybe they never had velcro maybe they had some something else i mean who knows again i think that's possible the the reason that the for, for the hybridization program could be that they wanted to uh, figure us out and that's what's been going on and that explains why, why maybe there's they're here. Uh, there are like alien spies among us that basically are living inside human bodies via the hybridization program. And these flying saucers that are still reported, the these strange objects, they're they're here to make communication with these people that are these beings that are on the inside trying to figure us out. They have to make their reports or whatever. Anything's possible. The fact is, is that a lot of us already know that they're here it's i guess we just don't know why or what they're up to or what their plan is or if they're if there's a plan that involves you know anything i mean are they just studying us or they or they or could it be that they're planning on conquering us at some point but they're trying to figure out the best way to do that and that's why they need spies who knows but it is an interesting thing to think about because they're here and if if uh, top officials are telling James Fox that they're among us. Well, then you have to ask why. Why are they among us? To study us? I don't know. Uh, they're trying to figure us out. They're they're trying to for their own uh, uh, they, they, you know their own knowledge. They want to understand the human race better, possibly. 
but it's an interesting thing to think about um and it's a possibility anything's possible because again we don't really know much as regular joes out there because the people that do have the good information are sitting on it and keeping it secret as are the beings themselves they're very secret uh they don't they don't want uh the public and uh completely in, in, at large they don't want the public at large to know uh that they're here apparently Sometimes it seems like they don't care if we know that they're here, but I guess they just don't. Maybe they're just indifferent to whether we acknowledge that, whether the human race as a whole acknowledges their their presence uh, or doesn't acknowledge it. But doesn't that doesn't matter to them? And they're just who knows. But they are here. There are we know the Pentagon has admitted that there's things out there that they don't understand, and. You've, you've heard Luis Elizondo recently saying it's preposterous, absolutely preposterous, that uh, these these machines are, you know, Chinese or, or Russian technology. It, it is preposterous because these machines have been seen, you know, 50, 60 years ago, you know. So, obvious, this is, we know, it's, they're here. They're already here. And why are they here? What are they doing here? And are there spies among us? Most likely, yes. For what purpose? We don't know. Uh, hopefully, it's just to study us. If it's anything, uh, if it's something uh, devious, uh, well, I guess we'll be in trouble because uh, they're a lot uh, more technologically uh, advanced than we are. So, Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we shall be right back. Okay, moving on. The imagination of Hollywood, you know, after 1947 is fascinating. I mean, with regard to the 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 mystery of the flying saucers. I mean, 1947 of course we had uh that was basically the the starting point for the sightings for the you know ever since we've been just you know people have been seeing ufos flying saucers all kinds of strange objects um and then in the 60s there, there were reports of abduction started to come in and went went on through the 70s and 80s um and this thing has you know there's been cattle mutilations starting in, you know since the late 60s into the 70s into the 80s it's a lot of mysteries surrounding these uh mysterious craft but when the thing first cropped up back in 1947 it took a few years but then hollywood got on the bandwagon and decided, and all we got all sorts of different interpretations of what might be uh piloting these craft and you know were any of those movies that came out in the 1950s, were any of them, did any of them come close to what we now uh, believe? Did, did the descriptions, did the, did the characteristics of the creatures in any of those movies uh, come anywhere close to what we now know and what we accept as as what these beings look like? You know, most notably the greys, there's some reptilian kind of creatures uh, insectoid style creatures and of course there's nordics uh there's different kinds that have been reported but most largely it's been the grays but in the 1950s before there was any reports of alien abduction uh <clears throat> you know people you know hollywood uh you know came up with their own interpretations and if you you know starting starting in the early 1950s in 1951 there were two movies that came out um 
and they couldn't be more different than than one another. One was called the thing from another world, and the other one was called the day the earth stood still. In the thing from another world, the being was um, some sort of it was humanoid in shape, but in physiology, it, it had basically it was a vegetable, it, 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 and uh, it had the ability to reproduce itself. Uh, with seeds, with seed pods, you know, in its, in its, in its being, it could plant seed pods and it lived on blood and uh, it started becoming clear, you know, the the movie is, it takes place in the Arctic uh, where some scientists and uh, uh, air force personnel discover uh, this crashed saucer and they try to melt it out, but the thing blows up. But, the the being there's a being that survives it must have been thrown clear somehow so they bring it back and in a big block of ice and the thing thaws out and uh it comes to life and then it proceeds to uh start killing uh, uh the people at the at this base and using their blood uh to try to grow new ones basically and basically, it was trying to conquer. You know, it becomes clear by the end, before the end of the movie, that this thing showed up here to conquer the world and take over. And, um, but uh, I'm not gonna. You know, if you put it this way, if you have not seen any of these movies and you want to watch some of these movies, maybe you better not listen to this podcast because I'm gonna go through a few of them, some of the more, um, uh, more uh, known ones, the more memorable ones. Uh, there was a lot of low budget uh, jobs out there too, but I'll go through some of the. Uh, familiar ones here but the thing from another world you know does get destroyed in the end in the in the in the in the, in the, in the final minutes and uh, the world is saved on the flip side was the day the earth is still where uh, an alien being shows up and, he, and it's a guy looks just like we do uh, but he has a big robot with him that's capable of destroying the whole planet but he's not there for destruction he's there to give him give give us a warning that hey we better stop uh you know, stop with this nuclear nonsense that we started uh, back in 45 or uh, all the alien races out there are going to come and blow us up, blow us up, you know, but it was more of a message of peace. You know, they wanted to save us. This guy wanted to save us, whereas the thing wanted to conquer us and destroy us and take over the world. So that's how it proceeded throughout the 50s. Most of the movies were were uh, were evil beings from space with bad intentions, but some of them were, you know, you know, sometimes sometimes they were indifferent. In, in the case of uh, uh, the 1953 film, it came from outer space, uh, which was uh, the probably the first uh, big science fiction movie uh, to be released in 3D. And uh, it's a great movie. However, there's in that in that movie. Uh, the alien, this alien spaceship crash lands on Earth. It's and then we find out later that. Uh, they were just they weren't planning on going to earth going to earth they they were uh on a different they're studying life throughout the the galaxy and uh they happen to crash land on earth and they they're trying to fix their ship as quick as possible cuz they're afraid that the humans there just wouldn't understand them and might destroy them but the beings there they look nothing like humans i mean they look like these gelatinous blobs with one big eye in, in the middle of their head um and but they did have the ability to change their form to, to look like humans, but uh, if you saw what they really looked like, I mean they're horrible, horrible. They don't look nothing. They look like nothing on Earth. I mean they're monstrous looking. Uh, but nothing. The movie ends up with, uh, uh, 
You know, I don't think any humans get killed in that. A couple of the aliens get killed because of, you know, some humans. But uh, other than that, it's there again. It was it, they were there. It was an indifferent kind of thing. They were just there. They're trying to repair their ship so they can get out of there because they didn't want to deal with humans because they knew humans weren't ready for uh, to to uh, uh, communicate with aliens yet. Uh, and then another movie, uh, The War of the Worlds, which was based on H.G. Wells' uh, novel from the 1800s, uh, but it was updated to take place in the 1950s. Those, those beings were, uh, well, they came to destroy, basically. They, they're Martians, and they came to completely take over Earth and destroy it and get rid of us, and they're blowing everything up. And But they ended up uh, succumbing to the bacteria that we have on Earth. They just weren't, their bodies weren't prepared for that. But they, they looked nothing like the greys. They were short, little, stumpy, slimy things with, with suction cups at the end of their fingers. They only had like three or four fingers. They looked nothing like uh, what we now know as the greys. Um, so, and then we, you know, there was other movies. Uh, uh, the Crawling Eye. Uh, from 1958, uh, in that movie, uh, there were aliens that had landed on top of, they were landing on top of mountaintops in different parts of the world. Uh, basically, uh, uh, they, they had they they could only live in cold, but they basically looked like uh, a tentacled octopus type creatures with one big giant eye in the middle of their head and. They're basically involved in some sort of a climatization program to make the world a colder place so they could inhabit it and then take us over. Uh, they look nothing like the, the uh, beings that we now know are the greys or any of the other creatures that are alleged. But they're interesting looking, even though uh, on a low, it was a lower budget type of movie, but it had a lower budget type of movie, but it did have a really good storyline to it. However, those beings uh, look nothing like what we've now known. Uh, we've now accepted as what these beings, you know, are coming here look like. Uh, there was another movie, Invasion, or excuse me, uh, Earth versus the Flying Saucers. Uh, that was from 1956. Um those beings, um, they they were humanoid. Uh, they're probably closer to. They they wore this complete metal suit with a helmet, metal helmet that completely covered their heads, and then there was one scene where they take the helmet off, and it looks they look human somewhat uh, with uh, the heads that are a little bit larger for their body, but they looked like old wrinkly type, dark skinned kind of uh, beings. But they again they don't really look like uh they didn't look like what, what we've known you know we've come to know as uh the most popular invader uh of in the reality of the situation as the greys <clears throat> uh 1953 there was another movie called invaders from mars very scary movie especially if you're a kid and you watch this one uh where these um Mar martians again show up and uh most of these things look like really they're like tall bug-eyed looking look like people wearing like a, look like a bunch of guys wearing a suit basically uh with three fingers three big fingers on each hand and uh and big bug eyes look nothing like what we've known however there was the leader of these things that uh came had a big it was set was it it it, it it was contained inside of like a glass orb 
you know, it, it's it had a big head similar to what you know what we say the gray. So that that one came a little bit. That came pretty close to what we've known. Um, not quite. I mean, if you see this thing, I mean, it's completely ridiculous and fantastic. But hey, it, it, the, the head anyway comes close to um, what we've come to know. There was another movie called uh, Invasion of the Saucer Men, which was a low budget job from the late 50s and uh, there was like little green men basically like the you know the cliche and uh, these things I, I guess in their form they look something like what we've come to know as the greys but they look nothing like what the greys look they look they look demonish like or like demons like devilish uh, and uh, they were pretty much out to conquer you know, to whatever. Again, most of these things from the fifties were were bad, bad. And there was another movie, uh, a big production called uh, This Island Earth from nineteen fifty five. Um, and in that film, there were beings that looked very similar to humans. Uh, they all had like white hair and and uh, big foreheads. Uh, they protruding foreheads, much more intelligent than we are, and. Uh, Basically, we find out that they, they're here because they're trying to develop uh, uh, new forms of atomic energy because they're in a battle with some other planet uh, back on their home planet, and they're running out of resources, so they're here. They're, they come to our planet to try to get our scientists to help them, and then they kidnap some of them and bring them back. And uh, I mean, they, were, they weren't friendly. I mean, for the most part, there was one friendly one, but the rest of them were... They didn't care if the, the earth was this. They were going to take over the earth. They are going to leave their planet and come to earth and basically make us their slaves. So, no, they were, they were bad. But they were smart. And but they and I guess maybe they're probably closer to what we now know as uh, the Nordics. But, uh, and uh, let's see, what else has there been over the, over the course of the 50s? There was... Um, There was I Married a Monster from Outer Space from 1958 where uh, basically these horrible-looking, monstrous-looking aliens uh, come to Earth uh, because their race, is, their race is dying and they need women to procreate, Earth women to procreate. So they end up kidnapping men, married men and then taking their forms and then living with the women with the idea that they're, they're going to, uh, you know, make babies together it's actually sounds better the movie's actually better than what it sounds like it's actually a pretty good one but uh again those beings look nothing like what we've known to accept as reality in the world of uh alien in invaders um of course there's the blob uh that was the movie that steve mcqueen's first big hit actually the late steve mcqueen and in that movie, there's this uh, meteorite that crash lands near this small town. And there's this old guy who's living in a shack in the woods who goes out and investigate. And he pokes this little meteorite with a stick. Next thing you know, it breaks open. And there's this gelatinous mass inside there. And he gets it on the stick and he picks it up, you know. And uh, the thing gets on his hand. And uh, basically, over time, it absorbs him. And it just and it keeps absorbing more people, absorbing more people, and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and basically this thing is, if it's not stopped, it's going to take over the world. Now we know nothing of creatures like that. Uh, 
and hopefully we never do. Uh, that would be very, very scary if there was an actual blob, you know, rolling around the planet, just absorbing everything in its path, every living thing in its path and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Really, the only way to fight it was with cold. Um, but, yeah, that's a good one. But, again, nothing like what we uh, know is coming here. Thank God. There was the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 1956 also, uh, but uh, these things were just seed pods that came out of uh, space, landed on Earth, and basically uh, each pod turned into, if one, one of these things, seeds gets near you, then it, turn, then, then it turns into a likeness of you, and then your body disintegrates, and then they take you over, and they're, it's basically some sort of a, you know, I guess you could look at that as similar to the hybridization program, but, uh, yeah, uh, but, uh, that actually that was, that's really, really far fetched that, uh, the idea of seed pods, uh, coming from space and, uh, you know, taking on the form of human beings and taking them over and replacing them. Basically, it's this very scary movie though. However, uh, one of the scariest from the fifties <clears throat> and there were some other, know some really low budget jobs that are even some of them aren't really worth mentioning like plan nine from outer space it's a shame that a movie like that is popular because it's absolute garbage um however uh in addition to uh invaders from space of course uh a, a lot of uh movies from the 50s involved giant insects you know growing large a lot of times from uh atomic energy you know like uh them uh, that was giant ants and then there was tarantula of course a giant tarantula there are some of the good ones and then there was some other movies like beginning of the end that featured giant grasshoppers there was the giant leeches i mean there was all kinds of movies with giant bugs and um uh, that was, some of them were good some of them were bad but again we're getting off the point here the 50s did feature a lot of science fiction movies that uh, had invaders from space um, and the ones I've mentioned are probably the most well-known ones, uh, the better ones. And then there were some, uh, that were not that good, but none of them basically, uh, they, they had good imagine the, the imaginations behind these movies were great. The, you know, if you ever see any of these movies, you'll think, yeah, these, these are pretty good. However, uh, they didn't, uh, nobody guessed what these beings really looked like. It would have been interesting, I guess. Like say you were, say you were in Roswell in 1947, and you saw the uh, what these beings looked like. You were one of the uh, lucky people that got to see uh, what these aliens looked like. Um, you know, it would have been interesting if you're sitting in a movie theater a few years later and you're watching things like it came from outer space or invaders from Mars and you're thinking, well, I really I really know what they look like. Or you're somebody in the government who got a chance to see it and, and knows for a fact that there's things here coming here from other places and you see what Hollywood's dreaming up and, you know, it would have been interesting, I guess. And I guess it's interesting for people today when they watch movies. The people that are in on the secret that know that actually had their had their actual eyeballs looking at actual beings from other worlds, their bodies recovered in crashes or whatnot. Because we know that there's people out there that are like that. There are some people blessed with this knowledge uh, that are government uh, governments of the world or have refused to share with the general public. And uh, they probably look at some of these things and probably chuckle and think, well, they, they don't really know what they really look like. 
boy, I know what they really look like. I guess it's, you know, interesting. It would be interesting to be one of those people. I'd like to see actual pictures of the, you know, the beings that were recovered from the Roswell crash. Apparently, they seemed a little bit different than the large-headed greys that we've come to know from, you know, years later. I mean, if you see the drawings of the Roswell beings, they're they're a little bit different. They look like little, basically little people with four fingers only on their hands, though. Uh, they don't, they have, their heads are bigger, uh, you know, to, you know, when you look at some of the drawings, like that, uh, the late Glenn Dennis provided, the mortician that, uh, who, you know, the, that famous story he met with that nurse and, uh, you know, she provided a picture on a napkin and he drew it the way he remembered it. It looked more like, you know, it didn't look like your traditional gray. It looked somewhat different. The grays are a little bit scarier looking than what the Roswell beings looked like. So that's that's why I always believe there's multiple different kinds of beings coming here and in, uh, checking us out. But yeah, if you ever get a chance to watch any 50s movies with the uh, alien invaders in it, you know, do so. It's very interesting. They're, they're, those movies are a lot of fun. And uh, I always enjoy watching them. Uh, however, they are removed from reality. I mean, as time went on, we we understand that, yeah, there are things coming here, but they're nothing like, apparently, like what we see in these movies. But the movies are fun uh, to watch. <laughs>